0: Welcome to the Parenting Podcast. Moms, wherever you are in your parenting journey, or however you became a mom, we want to come alongside, addressing your questions and concerns with helpful insight to lighten your load as we dive into the reality of parenting. We are your co hosts, Cheryl and Ellen, and we want to share practical answers, but our goal is to have relevant discussions that give you heart and strengthen you both today and for the years ahead. So join us now at the TPP table as we share together, helping you flourish and bringing your heart hope. Welcome to the Parenting Podcast listeners. We're Glad you're here today. I'm Cheryl. And, and I'm Ellen. And I'm Danae. And we're excited to be here. Y'all doing well? We're doing I'm fine. Doing yeah. I can't speak for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had to talk to my daughter today who lives in Denver and, uh-huh. and that was a treat. Talked for about an hour and caught up. First on FaceTime and then our Wi-Fi went out. So we had to go just to the just a telephone. Oh, so
0: disappointing. <laughs> oh, isn't it good? Oh, I'm so thankful for that technology. Yes, you
2: know. it's a nice era to be born in. It, <laughs> we live sure. apart and
1: remember the days when we wrote
2: letters. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I haven't
0: written a letter in a long time. Actually, I was cleaning out my garage and came across a box that my mom had saved all those years of letters I had sent when I was somewhere else when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And uh, letters I wrote during college and just all through the years. Mm, this what a treasure. I know. I didn't know she'd saved them all. So
2: that I have fun. a box filled of lo- love letters from Mike. Oh, Being else. Oh. You know, we were married and we lived apart. He was like in oh. the Philippines for a year. Mm-hmm. So and and in those days, it was like thirty dollars a minute to make a phone call. You yeah. just didn't call. And so, you know, looking forward every single day to getting a letter.
0: So different epic of communication. Mm-hmm. In it. Let's get on to maybe some questions. Yeah. So. And uh, mom sent us this. Uh, she has, I think she said she had four boys under 10. But this would be for any age. Mm-hmm. Um, how can I teach my kids to listen to me and respond without having to raise my voice? mm yeah Yeah. Yeah. sometimes especially with noisy
2: boys in particular Mm -hmm. you're not even meaning to Mm -hmm. you just have to get over the fray right
0: And in particular I think of some moms are wired for a calmer quieter preference Mm -hmm. in life and kids can be noisy our family was noisy (laughs) and our meals were noisy and We just had a lot of noise, and uh, I could take a lot of it, but, I mean, it can be overwhelming. Just We're just talking about the noisiness, not even speaking into it and trying to get them to hear you. So do you think this question is
1: about responding to her when they're being noisy, or that are they being too noisy? And she's needing to talk over them, or is it that
0: they're ignoring her? Well, the expanded version of this is they're ignoring her. That problem that we all have, put on your shoes, put on your shoes, put on your shoes. I said, put on your shoes now. Right. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's
1: what I was thinking that it meant. And, you know, a phrase I've said to myself is, say what you mean and mean what you say. I would check myself. That if I were going to ask my child to do something, I knew that I would follow through. So if I were going to say, Cheryl, put on your shoes, now that I've asked you, I know that I mean put on your shoes. And there were so many times, busy life, that I would just be calling out all these things. Get your shoes, grab your coat, get your lunch. But then there wasn't any follow through on my part. We'd mm-hmm. get in the car and I'd be frustrated with everybody because they didn't do what I said. And then I'd let it go. Or maybe, maybe I'd raise my voice, let it go so many times yes. that my kids weren't listening to me. because they yeah, get numb to it. They get mm-hmm. numb to it. And they're thinking, oh, mom, doesn't really mean that. They may not consciously think that. And then I realized I was training them not to listen to me oh. if I'm not requiring them to follow through on something I'm training my children not to listen to yeah, me no, no. Uh, so maybe if uh, there's 10 things <laughs> that I typically would call out to my child pick three pick one let's start with
0: one thing and get them to respond to about. The- yeah that's and they're so guilty of it so what's the root of that it's just my lack of awareness. Oh, so, it does it always come back to us. Uh, <laughs> but it's me thinking in the moment mm. or thinking of the future and moving too quickly. Mm. And not disciplining
2: ourselves to say, oh, yeah. okay, we have to be out of here in 30 minutes. So... I need to make sure that my kids need 10 minutes to gather their shoes, gather their coat, gather whatever they're going to bring and have it gathered. So we're not just, I'm not getting panicky because we should have already walked out the door. Mm -hmm. And I found that for, uh, you know, five children that worked really well Mm -hmm. is by giving them enough markers to meet in that Gap before we had to go out the door, because time we have to just instantly get out of there, it's chaos mm-hmm.
0: well and and I just think about this is not just little ones right this is right. all the way through I mean working with little ones, but your teenagers mm-hmm. and yourself. <laughs> You know,
2: I mean, if I have stuff I'm doing, I will put my things in the car the night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, then, but that took training. Yes. You know, I trained myself with a big family. Okay, I need to bring these four things. I need to get them in the car the night before because I'm going to be helping children get in the car. Mm-hmm. I just needed Ellen
0: as my mother <laughs> in my life. Cheryl, remember, it? <laughs> y'all are going to this exhibit and you have to do this and Uh, That's the problem, is sort of slowing life down, I think, for me. As much as you can. Yeah. But even, see, like I'm saying, it's not just a small problem. One of the things, the way I break up parenting as I look at it, is when they're small and then up to about 10 or 11, Mm -hmm. these are training years. And so it's appropriate to repeat it. For example, I have one of my little granddaughters, uh, struggling to just even hear your voice and there's no hearing problem mm-hmm. but not responding and so we practice and we have a fun game and she'll go let's practice stop Gaia and so okay so I go you go away and so she'll turn around and run away and I'll say stop and she loves practicing and I she thinks that's so bad. fun and then I go come here so we are practicing it for red light good. green light it's oh, like the old okay. get game, red light, yeah. green light. And so she is learning and then we talk about it. And and so with the little ones like that, lots of practice and lots of patience and everybody kind of understands that. And um and then on the side occasion I talk about why I want her to learn to listen mm. because I'm not trying to learn her fun. But I want to protect her, and I love her so much, and mm-hmm. I can't protect her and help her if I don't. So, we, mm-hmm. so we start little like that, and that's the kind of conversation moms that I have with little ones, and then we practice and practice and practice and practice. But you know, I'm thinking even in the teen years, right. struggling to have my teens now with phones, it's even more difficult. Mm-hmm. Or to know. Someone has their earbuds. In. Yeah, you don't, they have their earbuds, and, and you don't even realize yeah. they have earbuds I know. I always wish like they had a little flag, um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> some kind of like hologram above their heads. We struggle with that. At our house, all me and my two girls, you know, we'll all have our headphones in, listening to podcasts, and we'll end up yelling across the room, and then you get annoyed. It's like, oh, I wish we had some kind of way to,
2: or you've had so... a full conversation of instructions, <laughs> only to realize. No one heard you, and then then I, it usually happens with my husband, and I, I he'll go what I go oh never mind it's too long
0: to go into I'll just go do this over here. So, so that's just an added, added yes. aspect. it's not what the mom was asking. No. But it is even part when, of our modern life. Yeah, and we were talking a couple of weeks ago about interrupting, mm-hmm. and then the courtesy of that. Because one of the things in all of this, at whatever age, the courtesy even for me to interrupt what they're doing and ask them something. Mm -hmm. And I didn't always think my children have their own lives and they're involved in something and they're thinking whether they're reading or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. I sometimes would come in just with the mother-ism and say, okay, get up, we're going to start giving instructions rather than Mm -hmm. kindly waiting Mm -hmm saying, oh, by the way, whatever it is to get Mm -hmm. them to hear. Mm -hmm. So patience on my part. But I I tell you, I didn't always do that.
2: communication's a big deal. It's communicating, this is what our day looks like this is where we're going to be going. So whether they're teenagers or little kids, they kind of have an idea that probably in two hours, we're going to be leaving the house or Mm -hmm. that you're going to, you know, people are coming over in two hours, whatever it is, I think, including your children Mm -hmm. in on your plans. I mean, we always had planning meetings, my husband and I, every Sunday, but then we would include the children Mm -hmm. in part of the planning meeting so they would know what activities were happening
0: that week. I told her she should have been (laughs) my mother right, uh, to help organize like that.
2: You don't have to do it that way, but the idea is to kind of think
1: that way in your mind so that you're communicating well. Yeah. Just back to the question about uh, the children not responding, is there a habit of yeah. the children not responding. So the parents may need to talk to the children and say, this has kind of been our family habit, but we're going we're going to do something different. And this is how we're going to, we're going to, you know, when we ask you to do something or we call your name or we make a comment, this, you know, this is how we're needing you to respond. And then expect it. Expect your children to, to be respectful to you to respond when you talk to them. As Cheryl, you, you did such a great job talking about the heart behind not uh, interrupting your children, you know, so, so that. Be, be mindful of what are your children doing? Are they right in the middle of a passionate game, you know, with one yeah. of your friends and you're walking in and going, you know, hey, Tommy, and they don't turn around exactly when you want them to, you know, think about the circumstances. But I'm imagining, I know I, Struggled with this, and I can imagine other parents, there's a habit that's been built there in the family structure that needs to be addressed,
0: be broken, Mm -hmm. some creativity, thought Mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. And it's the old, uh, till I count to three. You know, one, two, no child ever even considered moving until (laughs) 2.8. Okay, about 2.8. They go, now I need to. So you're right. Mm -hmm. And the deal is, if something's reinforced, it just gets repeated. And a lot of times, it's just the immaturity of their children, Mm -hmm. and it falls back on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. I have slipped up again, and I've quit doing it, um, and I need to be the one that's trained and disciplined So I can love them well, and it's not fair to expect that response just because I happen to come in Mm -hmm. or I want it. Another, something you mentioned, a good question to ask is, is this something that's just suddenly started happening? Mm -hmm. Or let's say it's one child. Mm -hmm. Were they always doing this? Is this typical, this child, or has something changed? That's good. Because... What if there's something that's Mm -hmm. unique in your family or something's changed? Mm -hmm. Or it might be a little bit of flag. If someone was one way and then they're a different way. Oh, that's good to look at that. Just in general, but specifically, has something changed or is this just typical? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, if you're asking me, I would probably say, no, this is just typical. (laughs) Right, right.
1: right. But a red flag may be the child that's a heart issue or something it's really going on with them that needs to be addressed, and mm-hmm.
2: sometimes they just get snooty and are ignoring you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Is that simple? It's, like, Is, yeah. They've gotten a little old. Yes. Yeah. Like
0: I'm just going to ignore my mom right now, <laughs> <laughs> or I already know what she's going to tell me. Yeah. But I like this idea of letting them know beforehand, and so even though I didn't do it the way Ellen did it, I like to do that also, okay? This afternoon, we're going to go such and such, whatever age, Mm -hmm. and let them know, so when I do interrupt your life (laughs) with what I'm doing, I've prepared you for it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I'm just telling you, it came back on me. I had to have my heart prepared so that I responded correctly to them, Mm -hmm. because instead of yelling or raising your voice, Mm -hmm. I needed to be self-aware and self-controlled enough to go over, maybe touch them on the arm and Mm. do the really correct, walk them through the conversation, Mm -hmm. and then keep doing the training, keep doing the training course. An 8-year-old and a 14-year-old, you can't say, let's play the stop game. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know,
2: I think Danae touched on it a little bit too, especially as they get older, teenagers and everything, you have consequences. Mm -hmm. I can think of how many times we've driven off. Because a teenager wasn't ready. Mm, no, we came back and picked him up, but that kind of got the point. I think my two girls were goofing around so much, they missed a whole, like, pizza event or something, mm-hmm. because I'd asked them and asked them, and I said, okay, well, if you're not ready, we're leaving. They were old enough we could leave them, Yeah, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, they they knew me, and if I said that... I was going to follow through, even if I felt totally horrible, you know, because my husband would sometimes say, maybe the consequences doesn't need to be that much. (laughs) You're grounded for a thousand years, you know, but that helps reinforce because that is real life. When they get out into the workplace, if they're not where they're supposed to be, you know, there's the door. They're not going to be... I mean, because ultimately that's what you're training them for Mm -hmm. is so that when they get into the workplace, into Mm -hmm. marriage, into
0: relationships apart from you, can they function comfortably? Mm -hmm. I like kind of what y'all talked about is that we have to turn that around and we have to be willing to listen when they're trying to get our attention Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not just say, I'm the one with the power Mm -hmm. and I need them to respond to me but the listening to them as well. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And, I mean, you know what it's like. You're busy with something, and you're thinking, and you're involved in it. And one of the conversations I had with my kids, and they were somewhere older teens probably, and they said, I'm so frustrated with you. I come in to say something to you, and you're always on your computer, and da-da-da-da-da. And so what I had to do is turn around and have the conversation, saying, of course I want to be connected to you. I want to hear what you say. But you'd have to get my attention Mm -hmm. instead of walking in and just speaking to me and expect me immediately to disconnect with whether I'm on the computer Mm -hmm. or I'm reading a recipe or I'm reading a book or I'm (laughs) looking at the sky. And so we had a number of those conversations because they would be very frustrated that I didn't drop what you were doing in a nanosecond Mm and be listening to what their desires or wishes were Mm -hmm. and see. And that's what we adults do all the time to them. Right. But, and so I'm just saying, same with moms. Mm -hmm. We need to be sensitive to them, what you were saying, Mm -hmm. and then practice it and follow through. That would be the most solid advice I would give that mom. Quit raising your voice. Like what we have here, we have a thing that has sound decibels when we're recording. (laughs) So we know. So if I get too loud, she turns me down. (laughs) (laughs) But in the house, the same thing. We can't have that machine, but don't raise your voice above this. Speak and then follow through and respect each other.
2: Yeah, respect yourself that you don't want to yell Mm -hmm. and respect your children and what they're doing enough so you don't have to yell at them and that they know that they're getting respect from
0: you and require them to respect you back. Mm -hmm. And I love this because this is such a bigger picture again Mm -hmm. than just getting your kids to do what you want, right? And not raising your voice because you just don't want to yell. This is cultivating respect within the family. Mm If we can just take the time to pull back and keep looking at them. And I did yell at my kids.
2: I'm talking, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm talking like a person who hasn't yelled at their children. I have yelled at my children many times and in probably languages they did not understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know that I yelled at my kids and now looking back, Besides apologizing and, you know, helping them work through when I did yell at them, I also realized how much emotional energy I wasted Mm -hmm. that I could have been using for really positive things, Mm -hmm. doing with them and being with them that got spent on angry, wasted, yelling energy.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. What great perspective, Ellen. I love that. Mm -hmm. Moms, we're not talking about perfection at all. Mm -hmm. No. Well, we're trying to come as messed up people ourselves and our messed up parenting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Saying what we always say, it's worth it to love others better. Mm-hmm. And it's never too late.
1: I love that. It's never too late. Yes. Well, I know we're almost through, but I want to give you this example. I do this often, and I just did it last night. I was in a conversation with one of my... Children. My children are all adults now. And I started down a conversation and, and being critical. And then I just stopped, kind of froze. And I looked at her and I said, Hey, can I retract that? Can I have a do over? <laughs> and she just kind of opened her eyes wide and big and nodded her head. And I just said, Okay. And I went back about 15 seconds and just started in a different direction.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I love that. I mean, we could talk about that one thing Mm -hmm. an entire episode. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's never too late. Not even 15 seconds too late.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Moms, it's never too late. Right. You can can turn around a bad situation. Mm -hmm. You can forgive yourself for blowing it. And you can turn and love your children the way you want to. Yes.
0: Wonderful. Just a clean slate. You can start over.
2: Every day yeah every hour some days it's every hour
0: (laughs) even
1: every 15 seconds yeah
0: that's great that's that's great and uh yuck i'm looking at the clock and we are out of time thank you all both so much and look forward we'll come back next week and talk about something else sounds Sounds great yeah sounds good okay moms remember hang in there keep loving keep persevering Because it is worth it. Thank you so much for listening to the Parenting Podcast. We hope it was encouraging to you and maybe gave you some new ideas to help or just a little lift in your parenting day. Remember, we drop our episodes every Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any. Like or share or leave your comments. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to go to our website, theparentingpodcast.com, where you can find talk notes and other resources. And of course, follow us on social media. We're glad you were here today and look forward to next time.